0: This is Charlie Posnick from the Boomer Business Owner Podcast. You're now listening to Bob Nolly on the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Sweet.
1: Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now. now. Here's Bob.
0: Ho, ho! Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for finding your way back. Come on up and have a seat. Welcome to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Miss Alex, how
1: are you? I'm wonderful. I enjoyed our vacation. I hope you enjoyed yours as well.
0: Yeah, the time in Carolina was good, and the weather was perfect. You know, when I've I've gone down there in the past, and on Memorial Day weekend. It's kind of iffy in terms of water temperature for swimming because I love to get in the ocean and bob over the waves. Not bob (laughs) over the waves, but yeah. So uh, in the past, when I got down there on like a Thursday of Memorial Day weekend, it was too cold to swim by far. But on Saturday, it's like the Gulf Stream arrived and it was warm. You know, it was nice. And uh, that was a long time ago. That happened this weekend. So we got there, you know, before the weekend, and it was like, oh, it's too cold. But then during the weekend, the Gulf Stream arrived, and it was beautiful. It was just wonderful. And they had been getting rain for weeks, and uh, you know that, that was good. It was very refreshing. You, however, you went to Woodstock.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I did go to Woodstock. I, well, technically, I was at Bethel Woods, um, which is you know the grounds uh, in in Bethel, New York, where uh, Woodstock was held in '69. Um, and I went to the museum and I traveled all over the grounds and I saw the 1969 Woodstock Harley Davidson. And, you know, it was, it was fun. I got to go with, um, uh, a company that I'm not actually affiliated with actually took me up there. Um, and you know, I, I had a great time. I took some photos. I I met some, some cool music industry folks that I. Would have never gotten the opportunity to meet before. So, you know, it was it was a, a delight. It was a last-minute trip, and it worked out really well. well. I'm
0: glad it was fun. That's holy ground there. So, you know, yeah, one of those know, things you have to go to.
1: I didn't know that I would be on the Woodstock grounds until I got there, and I started seeing signs and, and um, you know, walking up this huge hill, Um I started to kind of realize I was like, "Wow, this place is huge." I'm thinking I'm going to a, a music festival. I knew that there was several stages, um, but I didn't. I didn't understand how large the grounds were, and I didn't actually get to see the entire grounds either. Um, I did get lost a couple times, which was nice, uh, but there were tons of people there, and you know, it was uh it was a music festival, so it was. It was reminiscent, but it was an electronic music festival, so it was uh, very different as well.
0: Well, I, I hope you didn't find any relics walking around there. Still, that would be kind of oh, sad.
1: Uh, you know, I saw some. I saw some people that probably were at Woodstock.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, we have another episode for that.
1: Luckily, they were fully clothed.
0: <laughs> you know, with with all the choices that we have on the web now, uh, you could just go down the rabbit hole just watching youtube videos and you know wonder where the last 3 hours went and you kind of have to be selective in your readings just like our listeners are selective in choosing that they listen to us and leave a place leave a place slot for us in their podcast listening mm. one of the things that is not necessarily new but i've kind of discovered and take liking to is quora have you ever uh, ventured out to quora no Quora is a text-based website that is, you know, it's it's kind of like a Facebook for the intelligentsia. I mean, people ask these philosophical or practical questions, but you get some heavy-duty answers back. So, hmm. uh, I found some things there about uh, what are some tips to best utilize the first 90 days of a new job? And that's actually a great question. That's a better question than anybody got any tips for starting a new job, because it kind of frames it up as like, what are the best habits you can have in the first 90 days of a new job? And I've just been working with people that are on a search, or a couple that have successfully finished a search now that find themselves in in that situation. So that kind of resonated for me there. Uh, and it's, it's, it's such an important time, I think, because number one, it's the first impressions. Now you've made first impressions when you went through the interview process and went through a screen, whether it was a Google hangout or, but you know, at some point you impressed the pants off of somebody and you got the call. But now Now you're forming those first impressions with your coworkers, whether it be the folks that are on your team with you or folks that are just, you know, in the organization somewhere else that you'll work with and you'll start to gravitate toward them and away from others. But there's a lot going on there and it gives you an opportunity to make some choices and 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 they're kind of interesting so when when you last went to a new job, how did you approach day one? I mean, how did you feel?
1: Well, um, I showed up early i was uh, i was um, you know, I was excited, but uh also um kind of terrified you know i was I was in a field uh or not really a field but i was in an industry that i wasn't familiar with you know i've always done um one thing and and that was you know media and and entertainment and the arts and then i was in this very cut and dry field so um you know it was it was a little uh it was a little scary going into it and i i had kind of been given the opportunity or i was offered 3 jobs in one week two were in marketing and one was, uh, you know, the, the job that I currently have, um, in, in the health, in the health business. And it was, it was pretty scary to choose, um, for the first time in my life, probably, uh, kind of go against my gut and go for the safe, the, the safe option. Um, so when I got there that morning, you go, you know, you, you show up 30 minutes early and, and I was kind of, um, uh, introduced to a lot of different people that would be working, um, not in my office, but in different offices. Um, and you know, I, I immediately kind of felt at home with my colleagues, uh, and, and my, um, su- supervisors. So actually it, it was good, but, you know, every time I go into, I'm, you know, I'm constantly freelancing and every time I go into a freelance opportunity, I, I actually treat it like it's the first day of a, of a job. You know, so I'm I'm definitely always trying to um, impress upon people my work ethic and sort of my my brain uh, structure, I suppose. You know, I want them to understand that it, you know my my brain is working in a in a calculative way, but it's because I'm I'm mentally I'm trained to kind of always be thinking about communications and that kind of thing, and and. And trying to kind of merge that with whatever field I'm in. That, that's so that, a
0: good answer. That's a good answer, and that's a that's a great one. That's a real great one there because that just depicts for me the amount of emotional labor that it takes to get to get onboarded from from the employee side, from the staff side. Yeah. So what if what if you took the approach that you cheated a little bit by? by starting early and somebody responded to this question on Quora saying you know start early do the stuff you'd be embarrassed to do if you were actually in the office like do some deep dives like uh find out more about the company more than you found out when you were on your job search uh go to linkedin look for people that work there if it's a big enough company for that, send out friend request to them, you know, find out more about the story, find out, you know, you got a kind of a read on what the culture is like. And if there are people close by, you can meet for lunch, you know, that's pretty heavy handed. But then all of a sudden, when you get there, the comfort level from you is going to be, oh, yeah, I've already talked to her. Yeah, I've already met her. I, I just, I just think that there's some great value there.
1: Yeah. Speaking of cheating, you know, I, um, Google Docs is a wonderful thing. You can you can kind of reach out to these people and say, "Hey, can you give me some samples of what you've worked on?" Um, or you know, can you give me some formats of of press releases that have worked for you all? Have can you show me how you would do X, Y, and Z? And you can you can get all those informations and it, or all of that information rather in document form. Um, and and you know that's what I actually was able to do with my last job. When I walked in, I had a Google Doc full of forms and i you know saved it to a folder on my desktop and i use them every day
0: yeah boy that's great i think in the past everybody used to have a file box that they Uh that they took with them or and now in the in the virtual world it's a it's a folder online somewhere but to take care of those things because i mean if you're leaving a competitor if you're leaving competitor to go to somewhere else that's one thing but you can even, I talked about going into LinkedIn and doing all that research about the company you're going to, even if you're not coming from a competitor, go research the competitors too. And, you know, do some kind of comparison on what it's like working there. I mean, if it's a big enough place you can figure out who the competition is, I, you know, you're gonna, you're going to hit the ground running. And so that shows up very favorably, I would think.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean it's you just don't wanna be caught off guard. And and I think that this preparedness isn't you know, I don't wanna go into any situation being naive. Um, I wanna do my homework, you know, and and it, it's funny because, you know, that I'm one of those people where I won't I won't friend request someone on LinkedIn until I know them because I would think it was creepy if somebody did it to me.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But that's not everyone, you know. And I, I definitely think that, um, that you know, going about about your first ninety days in in not a you know a well thought out manner, instead of just showing up and kind of going out at it all willy nilly, it's it's important because that kind of gets your your ground your grounding in their corporate culture.
0: Yeah, and you know, ninety days. We're not inferring here that. You're, you've got 90 days for the time you've accepted the offer till you start. I mean, this is just, the 90 days can be your first 90 days on board as well. But the minute you get the word, you know, cheat by starting early. The second point that they made in one of the answers was hack the machine. And that's kind of a hip sounding phrase. I kind of like that. Uh, important things that people neglect to learn when they're still trying to set their email up. It's, so you're on board now is... Find out the lay of the land, who reports to whom, what's important, you know, what how what are the rewards look like? Is it is it money? Probably not. You know, is it social status? Is it promotion? Is it cube size? Is it equipment? Is it bigger, shinier, brighter hardware? You know, what what is the recognition? How does that all work? And you could find out, you know, how you'll need to adjust your your outlook on those things. And you'll you'll be able to talk to people and find out from them who is successful there and you could find out things about when would my first eval happen is it 6 months or is it a year do we get you know increases at the same time and you know what's what's the buzz what do we have to do what do we have to do to get the top rating and it doesn't come out. It doesn't have to come out. We keep talking about emotional intelligence and having these conversations. And if you're skilled in that, it doesn't come off like you're brown-nosing. You're just interested. You're not that needy person that we talked about that's one of those toxic people at work. You're just, you know, somebody that's, you know, interested in making a contribution as soon as you can.
1: Right. And I mean, do you do you think that immediately your your supervisor or your colleagues will trust you to make that impact though.
0: I uh personally I want to see I'll try to keep a little I'm always available. I'm always available. But I want to keep a bit of an arm's length there to see how they can survive on the island. Or they constantly loop it into me to find out, to ask questions like that or how what the fit looks like. Okay, and you know, you know, I could feel that I could, I could call somebody. And I could go, hey, would you go to lunch with Alex? You know, she's new to the team, and I, you know, you've done well here. and I want you to give her the lay of the land, and that's kind of a reward to them, and you know, you benefit as well. But mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not hovering. You know, you know, during the first week, I'm going to go. At the end of the day, I'm going to go. How'd your day go? What have you been working on? Yeah, and just you know, make sure I'm in touch. And I'm not ignoring you. Uh one of the biggest strategies here, this is one of the greatest answers, and I should go look this question up to see who wrote it. Because somebody said, forget your own goals for the first quarter. Wow, that sounds kind of full of chutzpah there. Go help someone else first. So mm-hmm. it depends on your job and the assignment and what the goal is. Particularly, if it's a sales goal. It may be a goal that's soft for the first quarter. You know, I, I can think of, a you know, like in private education institutions, and an admissions, ma- you know, manager might have a goal. But the, your first quarter is going to be kind of soft because you're still set up your email and finding the men's room and how to run the coffee pot and all that. <laughs> but, you know, if so, just, you know, whether you make it or not, maybe inconsequential, go help someone else. I think I think that's just that's just a great strategy. Because you're going to impress somebody with your, your own perspective, your own interpersonal skills, your own engagement. And, you know, what's going to happen? You spend the last week of the quarter trying to scramble to make something happen to hit your goal. That's what you'd be doing anyway. Right. So go help someone else. And, you know, just. That those relationships you make in that perspective, you'll be able to call on those markers further down the road, okay. you know we've talked about you know we talked about the difference between mentors and coaches and all of that. Go find a mentor, you know go find a mentor if it's a matrix organization with a lot of project management work, uh ask if there's something you can work on, try to get on their teams. I'm interested in that could I perhaps I could help you with that, you know. And you know, just acting that way and being successful, the next three months, people start looking for you. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're on the you're on the trail of being a rock star. That really calls for you to get out of your comfort zone, though.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's not always um, the easiest thing to to approach someone and say, "Hey, you know, could you can I help you with anything?" Especially if you don't know them, you're new to the company, you. Um, have changed apartments or, you know, it's not actually your direct responsibility to, you know, ask other people for, for, for help or, or, uh, you know, tasks.
0: Yeah, that, and that, here's the, here's one situation where it can kind of pay off and it's good practice to start thinking of this. Think about walking uh, to the next officer, or the next cube or the next workstation, wherever, to somebody that doesn't look like you. Somebody that's much younger than you, somebody that's much older than you, somebody that's sitting there uh, with uh, a picture of their grandchildren on their desk or something, and just go, Hey, I'm Bob. I just, I just started here. I just wanted to say hey. And, you know, they may ignore you and have their ends of their mouths turned down, but they may welcome you. And then you have an opportunity perhaps to ask them, So, what is it you do? Right. Yeah, and you could say, well, I'm going to be working on this. Does that affect you in any way? And then that conversation, and then you start to learn about what they do. And then somewhere down the line, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but sometime soon, you're going to have the opportunity to do something that's positively impacts them, that helps them in their job. And all of a sudden, there's this another, another star in your crown right there. Right. And that, you know... It, I'm sitting here telling this story now, and I know there are people listening going, that's really ambitious. That's almost nauseatingly ambitious. But it's all about the relationships. That's the form we've been trying to make all along. That's why we've been covering all these topics to make you more at ease in developing the critical relationships you have in your life, particularly those on the job. And that's what this is all about. So all of those things we talked about here's how they show up in application.
1: And, you know, I, I would be more uh, more likely to ask someone for help if I had spoken to them prior, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if someone comes up to me and says, hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, what do you do here? And then later on down the line I see that, you know, they, they could use a, a, a kind of big break. You know, I'm going to go to them and say, hey, you know, I need some help with this. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's great. And uh, somebody summed up this with saying, think about the long tail effect. I love that phrase, the long tail effect of everything you're doing. So maybe you should be thinking your first 90 days, you know, not about hitting your goal for that first 90 days, but being able to say at the end of your first year, this is what I've done. Because you're getting all the basics in place. You're establishing yourself. You're getting all the key relationships established. And all of a sudden, people will start leaning on you. And at the end of the year, we'll be able to go, well, here's my story. I did this. That, that's, that's really the adult skill. Not Really, leaning forward and taking that first step out of your comfort zone to do that is a tough thing, particularly particularly if you're coming to this job and it's a change into a new industry. Right. Yeah, because then the learning curve, oh my god, it looks just a bit steeper than you thought it was going to look like.
1: Yeah, you know, you, you you can think that you're invincible, but if you change your career and change your your um, you know, your your movement in in your industry or or outside of your industry rather, you know, you're completely out of your element and you really need those kind of mentor figures to get you in the right place.
0: Yeah, absolutely so listen to this go out to quora.com and and sign up and it's free of course it's free and uh go ahead and look me up out there and you can i guess they call it friending out there or following me or something like that go ahead and mm-hmm. find me there bob nolly and alex if you go out there we'll get connected there too and oh, just yeah, start
1: I gotta, I gotta be on all social networks you yeah
0: know? i got yeah me, yeah, absolutely. So. me. Uh, except I'm not going to do the dating networks. I don't think, I think that's um, me
1: neither. Cause that's terrifying. I live in the state of New York. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you get out there and just, you can do a search for key concepts, go out there and search leadership, go out there and searching, uh, you know, job starts. And all of a sudden, instead of looking at, you know, pictures of cats doing funny things, you're, you're finding something pretty thought provoking. And, and then you, uh, you put an answer to a question or provide some feedback and you're not going to put anything short or trite because you're going to see the quality of the conversation there and then you get some likes and you get a following yourself so it's a it's very interesting i I kind of like the feel of it and i'll put a link to it in the show notes hey uh this was a this was an adult dose for this topic today but i hope it got some people thinking folks go to our website go to labradorleadership.com click on the big orange button because I want to talk to you soon about what's going to happen. I want you to be part of the new literati. Alex, thanks very much for today. It's been a good one.
1: Thank you, Bob. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can can be. Connect with us on our website at LabradorLeadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at LabLeadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob.
0: Okay, folks, find your way to Quora, Q-U-O-R-A.com. And remember, if you're starting a new job, it's your way to you cheat and start early, and the way you can find out more about where you're going and think about the long-term effect everything you do in that first 90 days you'll be a hero sitting in your thing thanks everybody see you next time